This is Misty Jane, and you're listening to Backroom Beauty Talks, a real, raw, and unedited podcast that helps uplift the hair industry one stylist at a time. Hello, hello, friends. I hope you are doing well. 2020 is coming to an end. Thank God. I'm really excited about this conversation today because I'm talking to the guys over at Hair Industry. Corey and Tony have been an amazing part of my journey and they have helped so many stylists behind the chair with their podcast and um, I'm really excited to talk about some things that they have going on currently. Before we hop into this amazing conversation, I want to go ahead and give you a little heads up on some things that I have going on in December. If you follow me on Instagram, you know how I feel about the dollar dollar bills, y'all. I'm all about helping normalize the wealthy stylist. I want to help you get your financial shit together. If you feel like you work your ass off and have nothing to show for it, if you feel like you picked the wrong career and you can never make the money that that you think that you need to make to make your dreams an actual reality, this is for you. If you have debt, if you don't know where your money is going every time you get paid, this is for you. Head on over to www.mistyjane.com, that's J-A-Y-N-E, and go ahead and get on the wait list because this course is gonna help you take the overwhelm out of getting your financial shit together. So I will see you over there. On that note, let's go ahead and get into this conversation. I am super pumped about today because I have Tony and Corey from Hair Distry. Um, they are the founders of Hair Distry, which is an amazing podcast that helps everyone in the industry kind of, you know, get some education, um, you know, talk about real shit. And they just um, started a campaign that caught me in the fields and caught a lot of people in the fields, clients and stylists. And I'm very excited to talk to you guys today. How are you doing? Good. I'm doing great. Yeah, yeah. really great. Thanks for having us on, man. We, uh, of course. We're, we're I'm excited. excited. to be here, man. It's always weird to have like, you know, the mics turned on us. Right? You're going to start asking me questions? Well, that's definitely (laughs) going to happen. Pretty much, yeah. (laughs) Well, I want to start with y'all. Podcast on your your channel, right? Right. Hey, that's okay. (laughs) So I want to start with, um, y'all grew up together, correct? Yeah, we we, we, uh, we met in high school. Um, What, what, 85, I think? It's yeah. 80, 84, 85. I don't know. You know better because you moved into our hood. <laughs> right. I was there already. So um, I was the new guy. Yeah, he was the new dude. So yeah, we um, we met in the mid-80s um, in high school and we uh, went to hair school together and worked together at a salon for many, many years. Um, I uh, We took a break for, I don't know, about seven years. I worked at another salon and then, uh, I don't know, about four or five years ago, we got back together in a studio suite. So y'all are in a suite now, correct? Yes. Yeah. Not in the same suite, but we're in the same building. Right next okay. Season. Were y'all in a suite together and then separated, no. or were y'all just always? No, it took me a while to convince him to move over. I, right. I went to the suite first, and then um, who's with me and my suite mate is uh, another coworker okay. uh, from from the salon that we used to work at. She joined me, and then uh, it took uh, a year or so for me to convince Corey to come over. <laughs> and then uh, by that time, he had to be in a room by himself. Right. So lonely. So how y'all both went into cosmetology school? Was that something that one of y'all wanted to do and you kind of talked the other one into or was it just how did how did that happen? 
I think that, I mean, I was in the military. So um, literally the day after I got out of the military, I started hair school. Um, but, but, you know, before that, when I was kind of transitioning to what would be next, um, you know, I think Tony was in, I mean, he'll correct I just me. came back from Florida. Yeah, yeah. So we were, he was like in a, in, a, in a life pause. You know how like, especially when you're young, you, you have a lot of life, Paul. So I was like, dude, I'm going to go to hair school. Uh, you should go with me. And we did. had a friend that, that was a hairdresser. Yeah. And, and uh, that, that, that was the part that was appealing to all of us, right? And, and Corey's like, hey, let's go check out Graham Webb. And uh, I'm like, okay. And so we went down to Graham Webb and the rest is history. Yeah. Awesome. So what was appealing like about becoming a hairstylist? Was it the schedule? It was, just- was it... Yeah, he was just flashy, and he was, I guess he, at the time he was dating Miss Virginia, and oh. he had a great convertible, <laughs> he had great hair, Yeah, he was just, you know, he was partying, it was just like, you know, when you're uh, in your young 20s, and, uh, you know, just getting out of your it was 20 like rock years. star, right? Yeah, it was like, yeah. man, he looked cool, yeah, exactly. <laughs> he was pretty cool. Like a regular dude being a rock star, you know, it's pretty cool. So y'all started this podcast, um, how long ago? How long have y'all had it now? Our first... Uh, it came up like September 2017, but um, but our very first episode we worked on it for a couple months, um, but our very first episode launched January 15th, 2018. And what so, made y'all start this journey? Um, well, it's something that Corey's always wanted to do as a podcast. Yeah, and uh, so I'll let him tell that story about you know the opportunity when it presented itself, and and then uh, and then he approached me yeah, about we, it. Yeah. So, um, I mean, basically, like Tony said, I, I was an early adapter to, uh, adopter to podcasts. Like, I started listening to podcasts like 2008, 2009. Um, I just really liked the format. I liked, I, and, um, I, liked, I liked it, and I go, man, how can we bring this to the industry? But up to that point, all of our education was, you know, 45-degree angle here or blunt here. And, like, and I couldn't figure out, you know, for years and years, I couldn't figure out how do we, how do we educate our industry um, audibly right because right. it's different like you know you can't see 45 you can't see blunt you know so how can we do it so long story short is um we're we're, we're very fortunate to where we are our salon and when we live very close to b-scene studios and um and i think schwartz i think it was a schwartzkopf event or it was some kind of event but what they did is they brought a bunch of like uh influencers in to do like a day of of it was like being backstage at the salon but you just people just hung out and it was filled with hairdressers and stuff. And, and there was, there was a lot of people there. Uh, uh, Ricky hair God was there. Of course, B scene was there. Uh, Kelly O was there. Uh, Philip Wolf was there. Um, Alfredo was there, you know, just all these people that we'd seen, like they were all the BTC crew. Yeah. yeah, All the BTC crew that, you know, when, when that was the BTC crew, and so we went, um, so I went there to, uh, to see Philip because little known story or big known story now is that Philip Wolf is actually that salon that we uh, were at. He was actually an assistant at that salon. So, um, so we, I went to see him because we hadn't seen, um, we hadn't seen each other in a long time. Anyways, long story short is I saw how other hairdressers were reacting to this, to this crew. And, um, I go, man, I really get it now. I've got it. And, and we, in we wanted to introduce the industry to these people, but, you know, as people, you know, right. not as the people that you see on there. So I went to Tony and I said, Hey, Tone, um, I've got this idea. I wanted to, uh, I pitched it as like, I wanted to be the Jimmy Fallon of hairdressers. And we would like introduce <laughs> these people and, and, and Tony and, and very wisely, Tony said that, well, if we're going to do it, then we have to bring some kind of value. It can't be just like, Hey, here's X, you know, and, and do it. It has to bring some kind of value. And 
which is a really, really smart move because in that instant, um, the trajectory of the podcast changed, meaning like, okay, well, where's the value, right? So we're value first, guest second. Um, right. So that's kind of how we just started to arrange it and we started to, not arrange it, but we started to like mold it a little bit. Um, I mean, at first, certainly we didn't know how to do that, but right. we knew that that's the way that it had to, that it had to happen. You know, well, and, and I then, think I mean, sometimes too, talking to, um, you know, that was a room full of, you know, high performing hairstylists, right? Like yeah. they were, you know, and sometimes just having a conversation with people like that is value enough, you know, or just realizing that, that, you know, somebody that's doing something that seems, you know, higher than what you're doing and realizing mm -hmm. that they're, they're just people just like us. And, you know, you can put yourself in the same positions if you want to. Um, I find value in that as well. Do you agree? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's, that, that was the big, yeah. that was the big aha of it. Yeah. People reached right. out or, or said that, you know, because when they tell their story of, you know, some of the struggles and, you know, about maybe quitting the industry and they just persevere through this tough time and, you know, that helps other people that are going through the same thing, you know, even though we know them as this Instagram star, right? But right. they are people too, right? They do have struggles. They do have, you know, roadblocks and how they overcome those roadblocks, you know, by them sharing it on our podcast, you know, it might help another future young Instagram star star or another star that you know might leave the industry if they didn't hear this story and mm -hmm. so and that, that was our goal is not only that is that whatever we can do to the you know it evolved like Corey said we, we we knew we we wanted to do we just didn't know how to do it and then thank god it it evolved to to what what it is today but yeah it's uh it's it's been amazing you yeah. know really have and yeah just how how has the journey been? Have you had struggles or has it just been enjoyable the whole time? I mean, I think all in all, it's been enjoyable the whole time. I mean, yeah, there's moments, certainly, you know, there's, 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 there's I mean, there's moments. I mean, honestly, I think I'm, I really, Corey speaking, right. I really, really miss the shows, you know, like, like that's, that, that's what I'm missing now. I'm missing that connection. I'm missing like, and it's not just about, it's about being able to, to interact with everyday hairdressers because that's our, that's our blood. Right. You know, like we talked to actually speaking about early on, I mean, our, our um, one of our goals was to be the conduit. We wanted to be the conduit between the hairdresser that, that I make the joke that who's, feet hurt at the end of a Saturday, we wanted to make that connection with those people that you do see on Instagram, with those people that you do see, you know, that was part of it too. We wanted to be that conduit. And, and, and I kind of miss out on that now. Like I miss out seeing, seeing the people that are out there working, um, you know, behind the chair and sweating all the time who, who don't, who might not necessarily have like a big following and stuff. So I miss, I miss that. I miss going to the shows and, and seeing, and seeing them. And of course, you know, you also, you know, missing, you know, Sam via live and stuff. Right. Like that. You know, there's always that, but, but, but I, this, this to me is probably in the journey has been the hardest thing because, you know, just, just, just not even kind of, we know the industry, we're watching the industry change and, and how do we change with it? And, and how do we, how do we do that? You know, <laughs> well, there's I don't something know if that answered your question or not. No, it did. There's <laughs> something motivating about being around that many people that are all, <clears throat> all in the same shoes that you are. And at the end of the day, those people on stage started out, you know, the same way the people sitting in the audience did. You know, hundred percent. Yeah, it, it, we we we, you know, told those stories uh, with a lot of people. But like like Corey was saying about the shows, I mean, it it makes it harder in the sense that when we're it, and Corey does a lot of the editing. Thank God we have an editor now. But uh, 
we're playing trying to keep keep on a level of of keeping up when we were doing the shows we were able to have uh podcasts in the can right so it gives you a little bit more uh comfort now we're just like you know it's 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 hard because uh it, it is week to week and if we miss a week you know and all of a sudden you're you're in like not necessarily crisis mode but we're like oh my god you know it, 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 you feel the anxiety right mm-hmm. so uh you know i i want to tip my hat here uh to cory because cory is a, a beast uh as uh, not only a, as a podcaster but as a friend and as a business partner he is um he is the ultimate he's, he's the ultimate friend and business partner and uh, i couldn't ask or be blessed by a better person on my side that's awesome i mean community well now i'm are... gonna start crying man yeah, right. <laughs> didn't expect that one huh <laughs> oh, i didn't actually it's kind of <laughs> Um, it's amazing because um, I know for me in the past year and a half, community uh, is what has pushed me to go further into the things that I want to do. And you guys, well, you have each other, and now you have mm-hmm. grown this community around y'all that I would think pushes y'all even further. Correct? I mean, yeah, there's no doubt about it. I mean, yeah. it's it's. It, I, I hate to use the the word validation because it has it kind of has like a negative. Um, um, connotation to it but the truth is is that it's the community that validates what we're doing right it's the community in the community response to what we're doing because you know not every day is easy you know but you can kind of like you know it's a it's it's a grind and you know again another word that gets overused i mean but it is a grind at times you know i i and this is i'm not complaining at all but you know the truth of the matter is is that i haven't i haven't shut off from the podcast since september 2017 you know that's every single day like i go on vacation and it's there and it's 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 always there and again i'm not complaining at all but when 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 there's those moments where it gets tough if we get a dm and just like guys, you've really helped me through X or, or, or I've learned so much from that. I mean, you know, that can give you a month worth of energy. Absolutely. You know? and, and, and we, I, I appreciate it so much. I mean, I can't even, now I'm going to start crying for real. I mean, it, it's like, it's been an amazing journey. And, 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 and that journey is because somehow, some way, two idiots from Maryland have connected with, with, with the, in, with the in, industry as a whole. And that's, that's, it's the greatest compliment ever. Well, let's talk a little bit about what y'all have just released because y'all just released um, a campaign where it's essentially, um, it's not just about how clients feel about stylists. It's about how stylists feel about clients. And Mm -hmm. I found it emotional because I've been there, you know, where I've had clients who were great friends. I've, I've shaved a client's head who has breast cancer. Like I've done those things. And, um, and I think, right now you're maybe not this year, but before this year, you were seeing a lot of, you know, how to be a better stylist, how to, you know, how to make more money, how to blah, blah, blah. But there wasn't a whole lot of talk about like, we're here because of our clients. And I I love what y'all are doing right now, because I think it's kind of re bringing us back to, we wouldn't have anything if it wasn't for our clients. So how did, how did this campaign come about? Like in our world, I mean, it's always like either stylist to stylist or brands to stylist, right? Right. Uh, especially in the Instagram world, you know, nothing because uh, we are we we did start this podcast on a uh, you know we are backing up empowering hairdressers, right? Everyday hairdressers. That's that's 
because we are everyday hairdressers. And, and so um, Barbershop Connect, they released a barbering video, very similar, not, it was different, but it was like, you know, Corey's like, wow, we need to do something like this for our industry. And uh, for hairdressers, I mean, yeah, for hairdressers, right. for, the, for, the, for, the, for the, the industry as a whole, yeah, the, the hair people, right? And so, he when he uh, when we were talking about it, uh, you know, I don't know, I, I said, all right, I'm on it. And uh, I mean, we 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 talked it out how it, it would look like, how it would feel, and um, can I jump in, yeah, dude, it's it's we did we actually posted about it. But, you know, we talk about process and we talk about, about how things are done. And, and I think the great things that are done are given to you. You know, I don't know if it's given to you by God, if it's given to you by the universe or given to you, whatever. But the, the video that you, that you see, we wrote in less than 10 minutes. We knew exactly how everything should line up. We knew exactly how. And it wasn't, it wasn't the effort that we were putting in. It just came from somewhere. You know, we knew what that messaging was and we had it on paper in 10 minutes. We didn't know who was going to do what. We didn't know that, you know, we didn't know Ruby was going to be there. We didn't know that Kia was going to be there. We certainly didn't know that Tabitha was going to be there, right. you know, but, but we knew what that story should be like, you know, and then, um, and then with the mask thing at the end, we, we, we knew that, right? right? So we knew like, okay, well, let's reach out to our friends and let's see if we can just get a 10 second video of them putting their mask on. And, and, and as many times as I've seen the video and, you know, for me, I've probably seen it 200 times now, you know, through, through all the edit process and, and just watching it and sharing it and stuff. But that moment of watching all those hairdressers put their mask on kind of like we're united. Um, it, it, that gives me, that gives me the, the feels, you know, like I certainly, certainly Tony's uh, story in it, you know, does too, but, but then to kind of lead in to watch that happen, to watch Tabitha put her mask on and then, then the entire, you know, what represents the entire industry, you know, it's right. like, it's like the entire industry are united in this and that gives, that gets me every single time. And I've seen it so many times. Well, and watching it too, it's like, it brings this year into a different perspective, like, cause it feels hard behind the chair this year, like really hard. Um, and seeing that it's like, it gives that we're in this together vibe, you know, like we're, I'm yeah. not the only one standing behind a chair can hardly breathe with a mask on my feet hurt. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, okay, we're, we've all, we're all in this. We all got this and we'll all get out of this. Hopefully one day <laughs> <laughs> together. Right. Yeah. Um, so are you going to continue to um, have hairdresser stories on your um, Instagram page? Like how you, I, mean, we, I love that. We, I mean, we've been pushing, you know, uh, this, this week, meaning I don't know when you're going to release this, but this week that we're talking now, you know, we're, we're, we have like 14 people that have already participated, you know, so, you know, um, we, we will release, we'll, we will release those, you know, over, over time, you know, it, it all just depends on how much interest is there. If people, if people want to, um, want to be involved, then yeah, absolutely. I mean, what, what we've asked people is to shoot a, like a really high definition black and white video. Um, and, um, we, we've asked them to talk off camera as opposed to, to the camera. It just, I think it just has a more dramatic kind of feel to it. Um, right. it feels better. Um, so, uh, so yeah, I mean, we're asking people to asking people to do it. So I guess as long as people are interested, we'll kind of put stuff up. Now, that being said, I don't know, you know, what we have right now is really good, but you know, moving forward, I don't know what we're going to have to vet, you know, I, I don't know about, you know, what kind of content we're going to get or, or whatever, but which is always kind of the challenge with it. You might well. get some crazy stories. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, 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 you know, I just don't, what, what do we, 
What do you do I don't with know. Those? <laughs> yeah. What do we do with those? Exactly. You know, so, you know, we, we have great stories. We have, we have those stories, you know. Well, so as, that's going to be my next question. I would like yeah. to hear a story from each of you that you, not as hair history, but just as a stylist. Now, I know y'all have put some on the video, but maybe one that wasn't on the video or, or, or a client that maybe became part of your life or um, maybe a funny story, just something that, that stylists can relate to um, as far as the client stylist relationship. I'm putting you all on the spot a little bit. I know. <laughs> I, I've got one. If, if you want me to go, you go first. what do you think? Um, <laughs> it actually just happened last week. And um, I have a, uh, what, well, I'm a dad. Um, I have a daughter who's 27. Can't remember if she's 27, 28, but anyway, she's, you know, she's 27, but you know, I have a client who um, has a teenage girl who's really, really struggling right now. Um, she's her daughter struggling and, and her as a parent, she's struggling because she doesn't quite know how, what, or what to do. And, um, and I know last week and, and I'm also, I'm, I'm thankful that we're in a suite and I'm thankful that we're kind of, we're, we, we can only have one client at a time because it, it allows for real, real talk and real personal talk. And um, she was just, she was just struggling a lot and it was just really, really nice to, to not only be able to advise her um, as a parent, not as a hairdresser, not as a client, but as a parent, as a real human connection um, to uh, advise her and, you know, forget about advising her, but just to have an ear that, because you kind of think in those situations, at least I know in my home, like, you know, I would, I would have that conversation if I was her, I would have that conversation with my husband, but you're both kind of in it. So it's really hard to find that, that open ear, you know, and, and, and I just, I, I'm very proud that, that I was the ear that she chose to, uh, to share with, you know, and, and yeah. it's a pretty tough emotional uh, time for that family right now. So, um, it, it was kind of, I just, it was nice. And she probably needed that conversation, you know, more than, more than she thought, you know, completely. It's like, ther- yeah. it's like therapy, but you leave with good hair. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. I, I mean, I have, I have, you know, a few to uh, one here. Um, well, I'll, I'll do two quick ones. Uh, <laughs> one, I have a client. Uh, actually, I'm seeing her this weekend. And uh, her son, when he was young, uh, he was really shy, very, you know, and he actually assisted at the salon uh, his senior year of high school. Mm-hmm. And uh now he, you know, this is uh, maybe uh, 10 years later, he uh, works for NASA. Uh-huh. And he says that, that that summer working for us and uh, did something to him where it pulled him out of his shell. He was uh, more comfortable around people. He was, you know, and this, the way she was explaining the story, it's just like, you know, you, you almost became like that proud parent as well because now he is you know, thriving. He's, he's doing fantastic. He's, uh, it's such a beautiful story. Uh, but yet, you know, I knew this kid when he was, I don't know, in first grade, you know what I mean? And then (laughs) have work at the salon for the summer. And now here he is working for NASA. It's like, you know, just, it's pretty amazing. But that one summer working in the hair industry, how it really literally changed who he was, was, was pretty cool. You got to hang out with the cool kids, man. Right. You know, yeah. <laughs> we've all felt that way. The band right. of misfits, as, as Robert Cromie would <laughs> exactly. say, right. The band of misfits. And then, uh, and just recently I have another client who's, uh, uh, he's been my client for 20 years and, uh, you know, people, uh, you know, 
up until the podcast, I had a barbecue competition team. Uh, now, uh, that is, uh, you know, we're going to start a, uh, trying to start something with that. But anyways, so I have a client who's, uh, you know, he goes to these, uh, he went to a hunting lodge every year. It's like five star or whatever. People like, you know what I mean? It's like catered to you or whatever. And he's like, hey, uh, I would love to have you come down. And, uh, you know, if you don't mind, at the end of it, uh, you know, cook a big barbecue for everybody. And it's, uh, it might have been like 30 people all together. But uh, you get there. I mean, it's it's so posh. And, you know what I mean? You think it's like a honey lodge, these big rugged guys, right? People, they're smoking cigars and whiskey, like a whiskey bar. It's like, it was so posh. It's so opposite of what, what you would think a honey lodge would be. But I went and uh, it's just, you know, it, just, it was just such a great experience that I'm to go deeper with my client like that you know what i mean yeah. so it's just the, the friendships and it, it's pretty amazing actually well, I, actually uh tony we have to tell the story so so this is really cool and this is kind of the podcast you know very very seldom does the podcast and our clients kind of kind of you know mold a little bit but so about a month ago we did a podcast with a woman named maureen desmond and maureen desmond she's not in the industry um but what she is is she's a is she's a uh She's a grief coach, right? Oh, so, interesting. So, we brought, so yeah, yeah. So we brought on the podcast, and and what Maureen did is she gave us some great, great insight and some great, great tools to use behind behind the chair. And I'll speak from what my experience, and then I'll t- and I'll let Tony pick up. But but many, many times, and I still do it, and, and whatever. But you know, someone comes in and's like, "Oh my God, I'm getting divorced," or "Oh my God, I just had a death in the family," or "Oh my gosh, something happened, something happened here." And, you know, immediately you're like, oh, I'm so sorry. And then your next thought is like, all right, how do we get past this? How do we get, you know, what do we do next? And what Maureen did is she gave us some great tools about like, okay, after you say I'm sorry, here's the next step and here's what you should do. And and after that, here's the conversation that should happen. Can you share a couple of those? Well, yeah. Or they have to go to your podcast and listen to it. <laughs> no, you certainly go to podcast. But so, so the day after we recorded, right, we recorded on a Tuesday. That Wednesday, Tony comes into work and his first client of the day just had a death in her family. And she's in the area by herself, right? She's originally from Texas. All her family's in Texas. And um, it, it was um, a sudden death, unexpected. And when she told me... Uh, Again, my next reaction, my condolences. And then the podcast, the interview was in my mind. And she said, you know, a lot of times people, they want to talk about it. So Maureen said this. Yeah. So ask questions. So I started asking her some questions and literally she just opened up. She hasn't had anybody. She didn't have anybody to talk to. She didn't have anybody to open up to. She didn't have, you know what I mean? And so by the end of her appointment, she wanted to, she goes, I, I want to thank you. She goes, it, it was just, it t- took our relationship so, so much deeper because she just was able to just let it out and just, you know, cons- just, we were able to console together, but she, she was just able to just be free of bottling it up and having nobody to, to, to just unleash on it. And it just, it was so beautiful. And I was like, it, the whole time I'm thinking of, thank you, Maureen. Thank you, Maureen, because I was able to really just, just, engage in, in, in her pain and it was just it, it was beautiful actually 
So I have a similar um, story. I, I learned something about this a couple years ago, just about um, if somebody loses somebody, you know, when, when an outsider is talking to them, they don't want to mention their name or they don't want to, you know, um, talk about it because it makes them, the outsider, uncomfortable. And I had a friend who I was doing her hair who lost her baby, like, like within a month of having her baby. And um, I remembered learning this and I said his name and it was like, all, it's like she had never heard anyone else say his name before. And it was just this like emotional, like, because I wanted her and instead of saying, I'm sorry. And I do this still now I'll say, you know what? That really sucks. You know, because sometimes people don't want the sympathy, you know, they want the empathy. And I think that, I think that goes a long way behind the chair because sometimes, especially in a suite, you know, it's harder in a bigger salon. Um, but in a suite, it's like sometimes the client just wants to talk about it, you know, yeah. and wants somebody to listen. Yep. Exactly. Yes. Oh, I want to cry should, just talking about this. <laughs> you, you should book Maureen on your podcast. Yeah, for real. Well, yeah. That would be really interesting. What, um, is there anything else y'all got from that conversation? And y'all can go over to Heritage and listen to this, uh, <laughs> listen to all of these things. <laughs> but if you could take one takeaway, what would it be? From that conversation? Mm -hmm. I mean, literally what you just said is, is yeah. that Maureen talked about like, you know, it's okay that you say, man, that really sucks. Right. And, and, and you worded it really well because, because you're right. That comes from a place of empathy and not a place from sympathy. It's not a back rub. It, it's an understanding, right. you know, and that's the difference between empathy and sympathy. You know, we need both at times, but, but you're absolutely right. So, you know, that was, that was a big takeaway for me. Like, it's okay to say it sucks. You know, right. it's okay to, you know, it, it's showing I'm sorry without saying I'm sorry. Well, and as stylists, that, those conversations can be extremely uncomfortable, you know, but sometimes yeah. we just have to put our comfort aside so that they can feel more comfortable, which isn't that the story of our life anyway? <laughs> like, you know, hundred percent. pretty yeah. much. <laughs> So let's, let's just talk about um, 2020 for a second, because I mean, not too much because I think everyone's kind of over it, but um, We're COVID I think, it. Yeah. <laughs> I think that this year, um, it's hard behind the chair. It's a tough, it's just a really tough time. I feel like the conversations are different. Um, nobody's doing anything fun. Like, you know, how are y'all bringing the positivity into your suites or are you just letting people vent this year and just going with it? It all depends on the client. You know, I mean, I mean, you know, yeah, I mean, you have some clients that would dwell on it and that'll dwell the entire appointment. You know, you just, you kind of want to move that conversation on a little bit, you know. Um, uh, then you got other people that, that, that don't complain, but if they're talking, you're like, okay, well, this must be really important to them about it. Um, but for the most part, I mean, I, we've all kind of like, I, at least my clients, we've kind of moved past it. You know, this is the conversation in June when we first got back and stuff, but you know, we're, we're kind of moving, we're kind of moving through it and, and, and the conversations are different now. You know what I mean? Now the conversation sounds more like, man, it, it sucks. That I can't get together with my family for Thanksgiving or, or it sucks that, you know, at, at Christmas we can't get together with the family, but, but it's also a little different. It, it's just like, I've noticed that it's just kind of like, okay, well, this is just what's dealt to us. It's not like, it's not like the dwell of like, oh man, I can't believe it. Nobody, nobody's feeling sorry for themselves anymore. I think they're, they're, they're kind of moving past well, it. And again, I generalize that, but you right. know. <laughs> okay, conversations are starting to spike back up though with, with, uh, with the increases in cases. 
and Montgomery County is, you know, went back to phase two or whatever, uh, you know, there is talks again about, you know, what, what are you going to do when you, if you have to close again? You know, because there are a lot of clients that are really concerned about you and us, right? That, that you know, they knew the struggle in the beginning. They knew the struggle now, and they don't want to see us go through it again. So sometimes we have those kind of conversations, and uh, but for the most part, uh, we try to keep it, uh, you know, positive, and and they truly, they do truly care, you know. But only about fifty percent. Uh, of the clientele's back, right? So the other 50% is still fresh. Right. Oh. Increasing. <laughs> yeah. Actually, Ruby did a great post about it yesterday. Um, if anybody goes look at Ruby Devine's post, she did a great post about, you know, clients coming back in and, and stuff like that and how, how even if you're not coming in, how you can help the business. Right. Um, she did a great post about that. I highly recommend people go and check out Ruby Devine's post. Yeah. Well, you guys... I appreciate you guys more than you know. <laughs> um, I think what you're doing is absolutely amazing. Um, I love your podcast. Um, you. It has inspired me to start this one. So thank you so much for being on it. Um, if you're listening and you've never listened to Heritage I highly recommend you put it at the top of your list. Um, there's some great conversations with great people. Um, I'm on there twice. Just shameless plug. Just saying, just saying. <laughs> <laughs> our best episodes, our best episodes. <laughs> of course. <laughs> you know, I Not mean, having the coffee, she's just down there, you know, low on the list. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, again, I want to thank you guys. I think that the campaign you're doing right now is important. And I think that it is um, amazing. And um, I think it's going to help a lot of people realize kind of why we're doing this. So thank you. Is there any last words? Um, I mean, you know, just, just, just pay attention, please. If you want, if you have a story to tell, you know, uh, film it and send it to us. We, we'd love to continue to tell those stories. You know, we're here to tell our stories, our stories, meaning hairdressers, you know, we, we want to tell those stories. So, you know, if you participate any way you can, again, you can find us at hairdustry. It's H A I R D U S T R Y. And we're on Instagram on YouTube and we're on uh, the IG of course. Everyone lives on the Instagram, right? <laughs> yeah. Right. Yep. And uh, just uh, continue to be positive and, and, and join this positive movement in, in mm-hmm. empowering hairdressers. So. Empower the hairdressers. Amen to that. Thank you, guys. Uh, thank you. Thank you, sweetie. Once again, I cannot thank you enough for listening to Backroom Beauty Talks. I have so enjoyed having these conversations and being able to share them with you. If you like what you hear, please take a screenshot, post it on Instagram, tag me, tag Heritage tag everybody. <laughs> Leave a review if you are so inclined, and I will talk to you on the next one.